Hello everyone, how are you guys doing? Well, this is my first time recording a podcast, so please go easy on me because I'm figuring stuff out and how this works, how I should do it. I think I should start by presenting myself. I'm Michael, your host, presenter, whatever you want to call me. And this is me, myself, and I podcast. The idea behind this podcast, I just wanted to start like something casual. Just like as if I was talking to myself, each week I will bring I will be bringing like some different subject or topic to discuss. Sometimes will be like super really deep stuff. Sometimes will be just bullshit, <laughs> if you can say like, something like that. But yeah, I mean, it's just I I just want to like put things out there, like my opinion. If you want to agree with me, it's fine, you can agree. If you want to disagree with me, that's also fine, it's up to you. I really don't care. <laughs> I'm just trying to like, I don't know what I'm trying to do. I'm, I'm just trying to start something because I feel like I need to, to do this. I was like telling myself, do it, do it now, do it now, do it now. And I was like postponing this, but now it's the time. The time has come. And the time for the first topic, subject we're going to discuss today on Me, Myself and I podcast. It's Lightyear, the new Disney Pixar movie. I've just like left the, the movie theater and it was a really good movie, actually. Uh, you guys probably know what Lightyear is about. It's basically the story behind Buzz Lightyear, the toy from Toy Story. And like exactly what is the, the story behind that toy? Um, it was a really good movie. I'll, I'll I'll be saying like take care because I'm a disaster with spoilers and stuff. So yeah, just just be be careful. I'll probably put something out there that you you're gonna find out about the movie. So go go easy, okay? <laughs> if you're if you didn't watch the movie and you don't want to hear anything about it, just listen to it later. If there there is someone listen to it because I, I it's probably there's probably no one, but it's okay. Uh, I really loved the movie. It was like it was like it wasn't Pixar and Disney at its best, but it was good. I think it was fair. I was expecting a little bit more. I think at some parts the movie got like a little bit confusing for me. Uh, parts of the story was a little bit lost in space, literally in space, uh, but I mean, it's an 8 out of 10, I would say that. Uh, I loved how Pixar reimagined the characters, uh, especially Zerg, you know, like, they redesigned Zerg with in, within a way I, I never expected they to do that. And it was really nice. And the new characters, they really add to the story. So I loved Socks. Socks, you have a place in my heart forever. Uh, uh, it's it's emotional. I won't say that like it's like the whole movie it's emotional. It's not. Like every time that I watch uh, that I, I watch a, a Pixar movie, I ended up crying. This time I cried a little bit, but it wasn't like at the end of the movie. The end of the movie was like okay. I think the, the main message they're trying to pass, there are two main messages, I, I would say. First, it's okay to make mistakes. You see that throughout the whole journey of Buzz and how he's like always um, aware and worried about like 
do do everything perfectly. He cannot make any mistakes because he knows the people are are counting on him and he cannot let people down. He needs to be this strong character that like surprises everyone and gives his best. And if he fails, he knows there's there's something wrong and he need and he he need to try again and try again till he make a right move. And and this time in the movie, it shows that Buzz didn't make a right movie several times. He was trying, he was trying, but he failed. And he failed at, 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 in a point, in a way, where he lost everyone he loved it. I won't say how. You better watch it. You will find out how if you watch it. But at some point, he was like, no, I need to do this. I need to complete this mission. This is my mission. I need to, like be true to myself and be perfect to everyone and that's something that i want to discuss later in this podcast in this episode um about like how we are people pleasers sometimes i mean are you a people pleaser i was thinking about that but we're going to discuss this later on um i really love like how they they send this message of like we are making mistakes all the time and we need to learn with those mistakes they're not there to scare us. At some point, they they make one character be scared of their 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 of make a mistake, and the character goes and like face it and like bitch get out of here. I'm facing this shit, okay? <laughs> it was super nice, uh, and I think it's something kids needs to hear. We are in a in, in a type of educational system nowadays that it's always saying you cannot make mistakes, you need to be perfect all the time, you need to have the best grades uh, because you know you need to go to college and go to university and you won't be able to make it if you don't uh, have good grades and stuff. And how you get good grades? If you're not making mistakes, if you're like getting all the answers correctly, correctly in an exam, in a test, and it's not how it works. I think mistakes are made to, I don't know, like bring a new meaning to what we expect from life. Like we're learning, we are allowed to make mistakes and we need to learn from those mistakes. So if one plus one, I think is three, I know it's two, of course, but if it's three, you need to teach me, Michael, one plus one is two because you need to do this and that. It's natural for us to make mistakes. But I think nowadays, society, I don't know what's wrong with us, has lost it. Like, you cannot fail. If you fail in your work, you are a terrible employee. If you fail in school, you're a terrible student. I'm saying that because I felt like this before. And it was terrible. You were like, you need to be perfect all the time. And that there is this ideal you that it's perfect, that it's not making any mistakes. But if you're not making any mistakes, then how are you learning, really learning? I think that's the good thing in life. We are allowed, I mean, sometimes, of course, it depends. We are allowed to fail, and that's completely okay. So that's the first message I I got from the movie. And the second is teamwork. Buzz do not accept help in the movie. He's always like, no, it's my mission. I know how to do it. I need to do it. Because he's like always putting things 
in in his to do list, and it's all by himself. And I think I'm like I'm like that sometimes, you know. I I could like I could feel myself there. I was like, no, Michael needs to do this. Michael needs to do that. Michael won't ask for help because Michael needs to find a solution. And I think this comes also because of the mistakes. I do not allow myself to make mistakes because I know everything or I think I know everything. And it's not like that. It's really not like that. I think when we share experiences, when we exchange experiences uh, in a group, in a diverse group, we are more aware of what is really like out there, you know, what we can do, what we cannot do according to other people's experiences. And if we're doing something together as a team, then we can exchange more, we can bring more to the table and have different visions. Because if you believe that red is the best color in the world, but someone has a different point of view, so they believe that blue is the, the most impressive color in the world. But why? You need to justify yourself. Let's work together. Maybe it's not red, it's not blue. It's a fusion of those two colors, which I don't know which color. I hope I'm not saying like bullshit here. I really like, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know how to explain. I just think it's really nice to see these messages out there. Uh, also, uh, something that I need to point out and I'll do soon, but like, let me go back to the topic of teamwork. It was really like, impressive to see like how Buzz first rejects from uh, rejects help from others and then he realized he's no one he's nobody uh, without help he was like rejecting that help and was exactly that help he was in need for to complete his mission without that help he wouldn't make it and he he like I think he at the end of the movie he was like okay I really needed the help Uh, we are also introduced to Socks, a new character, which I think it's really, really cute. It's a robotic um, cat, and it's like really funny. He's cute. He's like, he's like, I I don't know. I think Disney and Pixar they do that to sell toys because like I really want a a, a Socks plush. I, I'm in need of those. But here it's a little bit expensive now because the the movie was just released, so I'm waiting a little bit. But I'll probably get one. I know myself. I know myself, and I know how like crazy I am already for a socks plush. But it was a good movie at the end, and a lot of people were saying and discussing and debating about the the lesbian uh, couple in the movie. I think Disney and Pixar were extremely smart putting that scene out there. I think it's extremely important to have more LGBT representation in movies, in series. I think we have we've been watching this this thing growing in our society. There's a lot of people that says like, "Oh no, they're turning our our kids into gay people and stuff like that." I really do not agree with that. I think We are in a society nowadays where we need to see more of ourselves out there. We need to see more of gay people, of black people, of women in power. Uh, you know, all those like minorities, they're not being, they wasn't being represented up to now. They need their space. I know, and I don't know how, how do you guys, how much do you guys like Disney and Pixar? 
I'm a huge Disney fan. Like, I like everything that Disney does. I think they're really creative. They bring stories to life and really powerful stories. But I've been watching what the recently uh, CEO of the company is doing and how difficult, like, they're facing some legislation in Orlando, in Florida, where they have the Disney World. And, like, I know that it's difficult. A lot of people do not agree of putting scenes like that in movies. I completely think that it's just idiot. I mean, if you don't agree, I really don't care. <laughs> Because people like that, like gay people, LGBT people, have been silenced for years, for ages. It's time for companies to let them speak up. It's time to bring stories that people can really connect to. And the scene was so subtle. It wasn't anything like, oh, look, we're doing a, a gay movie and stuff. It's not like that. I think kids need to see that. Because if they don't see it, and their parents are extremely homophobic or racist or something like that, how they're gonna know that these kind of people needs to be respected? They're human beings. Just like me, just like you, just like anybody else. I think was really smart. I know Disney did that under a lot of pressure because uh, a lot of Pixar and Disney employees accused Dis Disney of cutting out those kind of scenes, which I honestly, as a fan of Disney, it hurts me a little bit because it's something that I, I fight against. Homophobic people, racist people, like, we need to see more of those scenes, Disney. I'm sorry, I know sometimes maybe it's not profitable, I don't know, but I really don't care. People do not care. We want to see more of us in screen, you know? And it's, it's I, I, I saw that the movie was banned in 14 countries or something like that. And I, I mean, for those countries... I'm sorry, you're losing it. You're losing a really good movie with a really good story that goes beyond of uh, a kiss or an interaction between two ladies. I mean, pff, who cares? The story is beautiful. It's powerful. It's inspiring. And I think it's the first time I've seen that. I mean, I, I know that like Disney has, has done something like that in other like, uh, short animations. But I think it's the first, like, step towards something new, towards something that I hope it becomes more usual to see in screens. I know that there's a, another movie that Disney's produce, producing. Uh, sorry for my English. It's not my first language. <laughs> But it's, the, it's not the first movie. I, I mean, now Disney is uh, producing a first movie with a character. The main character is openly gay. I, I, I can be lying for you. I'm not so sure. But I really think I'm excited to see this new era coming, to see what's going to happen. And this brings me to the second topic of the podcast. Are you a people pleaser? What is to be a people pleaser? I'm saying that because I, I could relate like strongly by story with uh, a people pleasers. Uh, I found this website called psychologytoday.com and it's a really good... Um, website I think uh, and they say they say here they have um, uh, an article called 10 signs you are a people pleaser you never reach your goals if you're trying to be all things to all people 
and I really agree with that. I'm trying to change that in me because I do think that I'm strong. I'm I'm a super people pleaser, and if you don't know if you are or not, I'm going to explain to you what is the ten signs that you may be trying too hard to please everyone. First sign: you pretend to agree with everyone. And this, I'll be doing some like connections and comparisons with the Lightyear movie because I think uh, Buzz, at some points of the movie, is a huge people pleaser, <laughs> just like me, just like yourself. I think we all are a little bit people pleaser. We don't want to like to have like negative opinions about us being said by other people. So the first uh, sign is you pretend to agree with everyone. I don't do that that often. Like, if you say that you don't like um, red, and I think red is a good color, I won't discuss with you. Like, you bet you better like red. I mean, I would like just put out there my my point of view. Like, okay, uh, it's cool that you like red, but I honestly think, personally, think that blue is better. And I'll give you the reasons. If you want to agree with me, nice. If you don't want to agree with me, that's okay. I don't care. And I think this is not a point that Buzz has. At least I didn't see that in him. But it's one of the signs according to psychologytoday.com. Uh, you feel responsible for how other people feel. That's me. <laughs> I know, that's me. That's a little bit me. Uh, I don't want people to feel bad. Mostly because like uh, I don't want to disappoint people. And I think that's the whole thing about Buzz as well. He don't want to disappoint people. He don't want to give up on the mission because he knows that if he give up uh, on the mission, he will be disappointing people. And it says here that it's healthy to recognize how your behavior influences others. But thinking you have the power to make someone happy is a problem. It's up to each individual to be in charge of their own emotions. We cannot control other people. I know that like saying this out loud can seem like a little bit obvious. For some people, it probably is. For me, it's not. I mean, I wish I could make everyone happy all the time. I think that's one of the reasons I'm always like making silly jokes or being a little bit ironic with people, just because I want to see them them kind of reacting. They a little bit more happy if they're sad. I I, I want to bring a smile on their faces. I think it's okay sometimes, but I think we cannot feel that guilty on us if the person is sad i mean shit happens with all of us i'm not in my best sometimes and that's completely okay you probably sometimes you probably wake up just like wake up and i was like okay it's not a good day and i mean it's it's nice it's not nice it's okay we we don't we are not 100 of the time happy and it's okay we don't have to be happiness is not like this thing that needs to be 100% always in our lives. I think happiness as Inside Out, another Pixar movie brings to us. Happiness, we discover happiness after sadness. So we need to feel sad sometimes to later on feel the happiness, to, to, to see the purpose of being happy. Not being happy because, oh my God, I'm happy. There's so many things that brings joys to my life, joy to my life. And I'm so glad that sometimes I, I'm just like sad and after a while I realize, no, wait, I can't, I have reasons to be happy. I'm happy, I'm happy because of this and that and that. 
and sometimes it's difficult i know it's not an easy task to 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 to, to find this happiness out there sometimes we hide that from ourselves we kind of sabotage ourselves and unfortunately that happened i've i've experienced that i'm sure <laughs> i can i can tell you but the third sign is you apologize often and that's something that i also do like i'm always like i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry for that i'm sorry i'm sorry for this i'm sorry i'm sorry for not like meeting with your expectations of me but i think it's because like we are with this fear of what other people will say about us or what these people will think about us uh, i cannot make mistakes because i need to please you so if you're not pleased by me oh my god that's completely my fault and it's something that it's difficult to to like to really I don't know, I don't even know how to explain it, but like, it's something difficult to work on us, because it's not like uh, just a simple thing, I apologize like 99% of the time for people, and sometimes I don't even realize, and I need to be like, oh, Michael, bitch, it's not your fault, you know that, right, you're just apologizing by God knows why, you know, but like, you are the, <laughs> you are doing it, I mean, try not to, But I know myself very well, and I know that sometimes I let that sleep. Like, oh no, I couldn't, I couldn't say, I couldn't apologize. It wasn't my fault, really. But I just let that, I mean, happen sometimes, and that's okay. But, and the fourth sign, you feel burdened by the things you have to do. I think, I, I hope I pronounced this word correctly. You feel burdened, burdened. B-U-R-D-E-N-E-D. It's not burn it. I don't know. Here the website says you feel burdened by the things you have to do. You're in charge of how you spend your time. But if you're a people pleaser, there's a good chance your schedule is filled with activities that you think other people want you to do. And that's something that is true. Sometimes I don't want to do that. But if you like keep insisting, like, Michael, really need your help with this uh, paper for college, can you help me, can you really help me, I I really don't have time, and even if I have something more important, I mean, sometimes we're busy, we're just busy, uh, and I cannot help, but I try to, like, remanage my schedule to work, and let me help you, and to let me help you, I know it's something that we cannot do all the time, I mean, people have their own shit, and they need to deal with it, But I'm, I like to help, and I feel like I'm, I'm making a mistake if I'm not helping them, them. I don't know if you guys feel like that too. You can't say no. I think this is really attached to, the, to this topic, the, the fifth sign. You can't say no. You cannot say no. Uh, because you want to please that person. You're not pleasing people if you're saying no to them. Although you really cannot help, you have this urge of saying like, yes, I'm helping you. But your like inner soul is saying in your head, like echoing inside you, like bitch, you can, you couldn't have done that. You know that you know that you have a bunch of tasks to, to complete, to finish, and a lot of like works and papers to 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 send to your university or your professors or whatever. It's just so difficult. The website, the websites here says. Whether you say yes and then actually follow through or you later fake an illness to get out your commitments, you'll never reach your goals if you can't speak up for yourself. I already 
fake and an illness to get out of commitments like I was like I'm sorry I cannot go now because I'm sick I'm feeling a little bit dizzy I think I probably have ate something that wasn't good and now I'm feeling like oh my god my stomach is hurting or something like that I came up already with things like that but it's because I'm not brave enough to go there and say like no I cannot do that and I mean it's something I won't say that it's okay because I, I really think it's not okay I think it's just something that we really need to improve in ourselves and sometimes this takes time and a lot of like internal work and that's okay too we are all trying to be better versions of ourselves so I think it's if we're trying it's what matters Uh, sign number six, you feel uncomfortable if someone is angry at you. Just because someone is mad doesn't necessarily mean you did anything wrong. But if you can't stand the thought of someone being displeased with you, you'll be more likely to compromise your values. I don't know about this sign. Uh, I would love to be <laughs> the person listen to this to get to know your reaction how you like agree with the signs or disagree with the signs um actually like buzz during the movie he does not like people angry at him because he thinks um uh, it's a way of showing that he failed so he doesn't like like if you're angry with him i i didn't see any scene where like people were like oh buzz you fail us we're gonna kill the we're going to kill you now but like Of course, like, he wouldn't like to be, like, uh, like, just, like, I, I don't know, I'm sorry, guys, I'll be trying to rephrase it. He would be uncomfortable by knowing that you are mad at him, or hearing that you said just something like, oh, this is your mission, you failed, because he's, like, feeling like he couldn't do his job, so he didn't do his best. And that's completely his fault. In his head, I think it's how like he processed information. Uh, sign number seven. You act like the people around you. It's normal for other people to bring out different sides of your personality. But people pleasers often sabotage their goals. Studies show that people pleasers engage in self-destructive behavior if they think it will help others feel more comfortable in social situations. For example, people pleasers eat more when they think it will make other people happy. That's an interesting thing to do, to, to, <laughs> to see, to read, because I don't think I do that. I act. 100% like myself. I mean, I don't, I don't think that you need to have these 10 signs to be an actual people pleaser. I think we are different. So like, it won't be exactly 10 signs we're going to have if we actually are people pleasers. We can have like, you can have five of them or six of them, you know. I mean, um, sign number eight, you need praise to feel good. While praise and kind words can make anyone feel good, people-pleasers depend on validation. If your self-worth rests entirely on what others think about you, you will only feel good when other, others sh shower you with compliments. Sorry. Yeah, you will only feel good when others shower you with compliments. And that's true. <laughs> that's me a little bit. That's me like 90% of the time. I like to people to say like, Michael, you did a good job. Because it's saying like, I met 
their expectations. I fulfilled that expectations, and now they're ha happy with me and my work or whatever I've done to them. They're happy with me. They're happy because like I help them or whatever. Even if I couldn't help them, they're happy. They're happy because I did that. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, sign number nine, and I mean sign number eight. You need praise to feel good. I think Buzz, it's kind of, of like that too. I mean, he really needs like approval of everyone. Like he really did a great job, and at the end of the movie, he realizes like he didn't get any approval, approvement from people, and he's like, it's okay to you know. I think he just realizes like he does not depend on those validations coming from outside. He just needs his, his own validation. And I think it's, it's kind of like what he found, found out, finds out at the end of the movie. What he found out at the end of the movie, sorry. Uh, number nine, you go to great length to avoid conflict. It's one thing not to want to start conflict, but avoiding conflict at all costs means that you will struggle to stand up for the things and the people who you really believe in. That's true. I don't like to go into conflicts. Conflict. Um, Buzz conflicts with people in the movie. So I don't think he's like... This This sign would be completely uh, something Buzz would agree with. Probably he wouldn't. Because I, I, I see sometimes that he enters conflicts like... No, bitch. I'm doing my way. I don't care about what you think. I am the leader here. You better listen to me or something like that. I think at some points Buzz was like a little bit bossy, you know, like bitch, you better do what I'm talk, what I'm saying you to do because I'm, I've been uh, a space ranger, so bitch, mind yourself, okay? <laughs> It's something like that. Uh, last but not least, you don't admit when your feelings are hurt. You can't form authentic relationships with people unless you're willing to speak up sometimes and say that your feelings are hurt. Denying that you are angry, sad, embarrassed, or disappointed, even when you're emotionally wounded, keeps a relationship superficial. And that's true. And I think that's one of like one of the things that I, I most relate from this, this list. Uh, Buzz um, do this all the time in the movie. He failed and he's super sad, but he just denied that and go for another mission after another mission after another mission. At some point, he sees that like he went too far because he was always like denying what he was feeling. And so he was like, no, I don't care if I'm sad or, or embarrassed. If I failed, I'll try again. I'll try again till I get it right. But as I said in the beginning, when he got it right, it was too late. He lost people he loved. And that's like completely sad and I think sometimes I don't like to talk about my feelings to people like if I'm sad or if they made something that hurt me I'll just ignore that and probably talk to my therapist <laughs> which is a good thing to do too but I think you need to be open about how you feel and if someone made me made you feel bad with something you know Just denying your own emotions, I think it's not something healthy to do. You can talk with talk with your therapist like I do, but you also need to speak up for yourself and like say, I think we crossed a boundary here and you went too far and you hurt my feelings. 
you you may miss you may something that I, I don't know you know just like uh, I mean you did something that hurt me or made me angry or made me sad or made me whatever it's just like you need to admit that like if the person did that to yourself you need to to say to speak up for yourself like it's the only way to get out of that of course you can talk to your therapist but i think if you're talking to the person that hurt you, hurt you then you have like a clear conversation it's like it's crystal clear that you weren't feeling comfortable with that situation and you felt hurt uh, somehow with your emotions i think we need to start start speaking more uh for ourselves speak up for ourselves and i think that's the list i hope this site is a good this website is a good source of of um content i could say that uh but i think it's it's you can trust this shit it's trusty uh, um but uh i mean i think that was the podcast i don't even know how to finish this podcast exactly i mean if you didn't watch lightyear please make yourself a favor and go watch it because it's a really good movie i went to watch with my mom and i was so glad when my mom saw like the lgbt scene i think she really felt like she didn't felt anything that was the good thing i don't think you need to react somehow to that she was like oh that's nice she was happy i think to see that scene out there um it was really good like interaction it's been a while since my mom last went to the movie theater so it was like it was a good interaction but i think that was it i think this was our podcast for today the first episode i don't know with which frequency i will be posting i also need to apologize for my english um it's not my first language i just started decided to start the podcast in english just because i don't want other people that lives with me understanding what i'm saying because when i'm talking to myself and that's i think the whole th the whole like idea behind the the podcast i don't like people to listen <laughs> and i want to preserve this thing you know i i wanted this to be natural and i want to be able to like say whatever i want kind of to myself in a podcast so i won't edit the podcast the audio file i'll be just like i won't cut anything will be just like me talking to myself i was if i was like just talking to myself in real life <laughs> but well i think that was the end for today it's a wrap for the first episode thank you for listening if there is someone listen which i hope there is um it was a really nice to have you here and i hope you and i hope to find you in the next episode I don't know which topic I'll be discussing the next episode. I really think, I just hope it's something cool that you enjoy. <laughs> Or not, I don't know. And yeah, if you want to follow follow me on Instagram, my username, my my profile is Michael underscore Nevis, N-E-V-E-S-S. Um, yeah, go follow me if you want. I probably be posting things in my language there i don't i'm not that active in social media i just wanted to start this like to put things out there just to feel good about myself and thank you for listening and i hope to see you next episode that's me myself and thou and, and my me myself and i and i'm saying goodbye to you guys bye bye thanks